everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Token Rambles Podcast, your monthly podcast all about Token Rambu news from the game and to our wonderful musicals and stage plays. I am your host, Marissa, and with me I have Jesse. Hi. How are you doing, Jesse? I'm good. Woo! <laughs> Golden week. Happy Rewa. Oh yes, it is. And we have Sarah as well. How are you doing? Hi, I'm existing. <laughs> and one with the birds, I he- can hear. Yes, I am one with the birds. The birds are attempting to become one with me. If they can, that will at least keep the mosquitoes away. Yay. <sighs> well, it's finally starting to become mosquito season, which means summer. Woohoo! Summery springtime weather. Whee! We've got a sort of packed episode this week. Um... Not as kind of dead as last time, but we got a new event and some wonderful musical news. But before that, we're going to get into our community feedback section. We, Jesse, set up a Twitter poll a little about the beginning of the month. So I'll let, hand that off to you, Jesse, so you can talk about that and the irony. Yeah. So we had an announcement about the new musical and that we would find out soon last month. <laughs> who would be in the new musical. So I was brainstorming myself, like, who could it be? Who would we have? What Will we have new swords? Will they be a conglomeration of our old musical swords? And so together with my sister, I was like, okay, what swords would be interesting to see in the musical world? And so we came up with Chio Ganemaru, Akashi Kuniyuki, Juzumaru Tsunetsugu, and Koryu Kagemitsu. I thought it would be interesting that to see another Tenka Goken in the musical world as well, since we've got Odenta coming to the stage world. Um, so I thought that would be an interesting choice, though the beads would be this quite the... But, you know, they managed to make it work for Iwatoshi. Plus <laughs> <laughs> much. The lack of the long hair balls. <laughs> yes. <sighs> Another nightmare for the costuming. I think it'd be hilarious to see one of the long haired boys, though, trying to deal with that. Because we've seen, like, Nika's hair causing issues where he nearly smacks Okorokara. So. And don't forget Kogitsune Maru and Sengo having some longer hair. Oof. And they got that fluffy <laughs> hair, too. Mm-hmm. But again, like, everyone but Akashi is a long-haired bab in this set. So... Kodiyo's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. got manageable hair. It's longer. It's, like, shoulder length. It's fine. Kodiyo's got a long ponytail. Okay, true. I kind of forget <laughs> Because the flowy cape just, like, hides everything. (laughs) (laughs) He's so bright, you can't see the details. It's his camouflage. (laughs) Yeah. He's like one of those birds of paradise. He just distracts you with the colors. (laughs) But, so, the results of the poll. Chiyogane Maru came in at last place with 14% of the votes. Ripped my heart. Which is sad. No one wants to know about Okinawa, which is, he, he would be great to introduce that history and that would be fun, but no. 
Maybe someday. Someday. We have a lot of options. Our third place goes to Koryu Kagemitsu. I'm a little sad about that. <laughs> Biased. We have a singing Osafune. That's not singing about a fish. <laughs> <laughs> he would still find something weird to sing about, let's be honest. Oh, he would. I don't doubt that. But at least his song would last longer than 30 seconds. Ouch, thank you. <laughs> Love you. Second place, we have Juzumaru Tsunetsugu. With first place, going to our lovely lazy butt, Akashi Kuniyuki, or as my sister has fondly started describing him, Kyoya Gone Rogue. What? And Kyoya, <laughs> like from Oron. Uh-huh. Gone Rogue. I am concerned. Because <laughs> <laughs> of the glasses? For the glasses, the dark hair. He's like yeah. Mopey Kyoya. Like. He's like Kyoya who's legit broke. <laughs> like he broke himself and now he's lost all of his self discipline. So he's Kyoya gone rogue. <laughs> So, but Akashi Kuniyuki won at 36% of the votes. Woo! Which is golden considering just a couple days later we cut the news for the new musical, which we'll go more into depth later. But Akashi Kuniyuki was the first one listed. Singing Rai Tachi coming your way mm-hmm. this summer fall. All right. So with that, we'll just move kind of quickly through some of the beginning bits uh, that we've had with the game. Right after we released the last podcast, um, surprise, there was a smithing campaign. Uh, but it was for Kenshin, Kagemitsu. I think all of us pretty much had the little bean boy. Uh, I got a duplicate, and I was happy. And that's kind of about it when it came to that. Did anyone try to get him? Because he's a little harder to get. I made my sister try. <laughs> <laughs> Did she succeed? She got him on the first try. <gasps> yeah, actually, I got a lot of 30-minute timers. Only yeah. one of them was Kenshin. And I got a lot of Hirano, so... I sat there, and within, like, the first five, he came home again, and I was just like, how many tokens did I waste on you before you came home before yes. that very first time like my soul was screaming and he came home three times during the smithing campaign just because of daily smiths my salt was high I did daily smiths and I got only got him once thanks and thanks Kenshin I love you but apparently like me all right so that happened we had an experience boost campaign at roughly the same time I don't know if I it or any of us did but and then soon after very quickly we had another edo castle infiltration investigation and you could find everyone's favorite skanky leggy sengo muramasa in the third area and third hut thing <laughs> like what are they <laughs> that was it and nonsen ichimonji um was in the fourth one. I got both of them and stopped running the event. 
I could not find the key to the third unit. <gasps> oh, what? Yikes. I, they weren't, like, finding the... Unlocking the boxes wasn't my goal this time. So it was fine. But I was just like, really? Really? We're not going to find the key? I think I had 12 boxes left open in the second. Bless. I hate it when that happens. <laughs> RNG just randomly sets up where things go. And sometimes... You get the key on the first row or the first page for wherever you're at, and then sometimes it's going to be on the very last dang page. And I'm that person. And I just jump around trying to open boxes. Oh, you jump. I just go in order. (laughs) But, like, sometimes I have really good luck when I jump around. Not this time. Nope. What about you, Sarah? Do you run it for the boy, run it for... The resources are for the EXP, or a mixture of just everything. I was there for purely a mix of EXP and the free resources in the warehouses. Because resource struggles after those all those smithing campaigns for Asafune attempts way back when. So I've been slowly, slowly, slowly rebuilding resources. So that was fun. But then I was also trying to just, like, level a couple of boys. So. Yeah. Yeah, they exist now. <laughs> Yay! I don't think I was leveling boys up, if I recall. It's been a little while since I did that one. I think I had all my boys leveled up to 99 by that point. I was just using Kiwis. But... I was leveling Bozen. And one of the great things about the Edo Castle event is they will not attack your captain. Nope. So I was stuck... My pre-Toku Buzen <gasps> as my captain for my main unit and sent him out with my Kiwi babysitters to the fourth map. Thanks. And he is now level 55. Congratulations. No, he's on that now, but he's, he's well past. I was, he's well past my lowest level sword, which they're all in the... My lowest levels. Like- this event was very... Gave me some very tasty resources. I was happy about that. I got all my resources, the resources, um, up to all of them to the hundred thousand mark. I haven't seen those numbers in a long time, and it's just glorious. Everything's now at least a hundred and thirty k ish beautiful <laughs> i know like for some odd reason i used to always have whetstone that was just like you are fifty thousand more than every other resource for some dumb reason um but now my steel is outpacing my whetstone by about a hundred thousand i'm like no not hundred thousand ten thousand <laughs> i can't numbers if you guys haven't noticed i am terrible at math i am a history and anthropology person i haven't done actual hardcore math since 2012 so yeah math is dumb. Numbers, numbers nope but yeah charcoal's still struggling but it's better <laughs> yay for the event just constantly just throwing resources at you and you don't have to use resources on the event either and i was just running my swords on expeditions new event messes my dishes up and i'll get to that bit but yeah thank you edo castle for 
probably giving some of the best resources out of all the events that we have. Anything else? If not, we will move on. All right. I did manage to max out Mutsu during it. <gasps> did you send him out? I did. <gasps> Good. He had, had to happen, especially for the current event going oh, on. Yeah. She is not alone in that. That was also... That was the one who I forgot I was trying to level because he had those last few levels and Marissa was going to kill me that time I was at her house. <laughs> yep. He's cute. He was my baby. He was my first. I love Mitsu. So after the Edo Castle infiltration investigation event, we got a new event. But before that, during the maintenance, we got an update for the next solar term campaign, which is the summer's beginning campaign. And our spring beginning campaign ended a little while ago so if you didn't get it you'll have to wait another year to get the that background but this one is so pretty it's got wisteria i'm so close i'm one it's not the tomatoes it's the other things the weird curly thingies yeah, the weird green curly one off i have everything else but you gotta collect your vegetables, your flower, which is wisteria. Surprise, the background's wisteria. And your fish. Which I don't know which fish it is. To collect those and turn them in. Um, you have until July 9th to get the necessary items to turn them in. And don't forget that if you keep running maps or expeditions and getting those flowers and fish, you can turn them in get compaid though to help your swords level up might as well do it and we had an internal uh plus one internal affairs campaign that lasted for a little while as a we're sorry we keep pushing maintenance back uh that has since ended and we have the special investigation bunkyu tosahan event which is our second version of the special investigation which might be a continuous event type but it might change themes and stories periodically. We don't know if we're going to go back to Judakte or not. But this probably one... Not back to, probably not back to the Judakte. I think they're going to be changing the story. Okay. So That, that seems to be the theme for these um, special missions, special investigations. Curious to see how we're going to get Chogi if they don't do the event again, but we will Maybe see. Maybe smithing campaign? Maybe smithing. <laughs> Which would be kind of ironic. We <laughs> still have three maps for Era 8 that don't exist yet, so... We still have a certain Nagamitsu blade that isn't available for smithing. Mm -hmm. I hope to be one of those drops. Casually holds up Yuga. Sad little bab over here, also kind of confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of swords that are not available as drops or smithing, so we'll probably get them in later era 8 maps or in events. I don't know. We will see. They're probably trying to build it up so we can have more, but they're popping swords out like 
crazy right now considering this event but this one is taking place in tosa the tosa area uh i don't know more specifically i'll leave that to jesse when we get to that but um very similar to the previous special investigation you get two dice each refresh so you get about four dice a day and you roll that lovely die lovely which doesn't make sense if you look at the size of the die because it's seven-sided die and seven-sided die do not exist sorry my dnd is getting out but um so you have to roll these die, and once you get to the main chunk of the map, you get to chase the boss node around the map. And every single time that you defeat a enemy node, a little red trap node will show up, and he gets to move. You get to move twice, and then for every two times you move, he gets to move. Um, he starts out with is it four. Faces? Six. I don't know. He gets a lot to start out with, but as he keeps hitting your traps, his movement starts to slow down to even two two later on. So just set traps and open prey that you can run into him. And then once you defeat the boss, little running around, you make your way to Kochi Castle. And that ends that first run. Because you have to run the event twice to quote-unquote clear it, because that's how you get both swords. And yes, there are two new swords that they gave during the event, um, which are Hizen Tadahiro and Nankaitaro Chosen. You get Hizen first, you have to clear Kochi Castle, and then after that, Chosen will be a part of your team once you run the event Again, and you just beat the little running around boss guy. Then you get him. You don't have to go to Kochi at that point. But that is kind of <laughs> an awkward summary of that. I'm not going to go on a 30-minute rant about how this event works. If you want that, you can go back to our old podcast, which was um, They See Me Rollin', and you can listen to it there. Or you can check out the wiki, and they give the entire explanation, which is probably why that podcast shot up in views indeed so if you did come to this episode after listening to that one some things that are different about this event um so obviously the boss moving around the map you have to chase after him but even to go to start this event you have your unit can only be five people like it can't be a full six-membered unit which was really weird and a little concerning at first. <laughs> and then oh, yeah. all of a sudden you have a wild heathen that has joined your party. Wild heathen has appeared. Yeah. Pretty much so. Get the Super and Smash Brothers logo just come up. <laughs> a challenger has appeared. But you don't have to fight him. He joins your party. Like He's there to assist and actually does a really good job. We don't have a level for him in the game. Uh-uh. Or, I don't even think he has a max HP. I think there's question yeah. marks. Three there's... question marks, three question marks. That was all you knew. Yep. Um, but he did really well at the time. He still does really well. <laughs> Most of the time. He's 
better than Chosen, but we'll get onto that in a bit. Most of the time. Um, he's been more squishy for me than Chosen has. But anyway, he's in... And Mutsu have several recollections, and he's just like, leave me alone. Let's just get onto the mission, okay? Like, focus. And Mutsu's like, well, aren't you a fun kid? Like, come on, buddy. <laughs> Lighten up a little. But once you beat the map the first time, well, no. You get to the first mini boss at the bridge, right? That first run through, which everything changes after that first run through, so it's a yep. little. Yeah. Um, but you find it's like you get a sword drop. That was very confusing because it's a sword drop, but then you get back to the citadel and the sword doesn't exist. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It the level <laughs> confusion and agony at that point when you're like, he came home right now already. No. No. Nope. We just, he's just there to support the mission too, but he's also there to learn Mr. Nongai Taro Chosen. Good boy. Good boy. Yeah. Struggles. But he's who he then was helping you find. He's like, it's Sensei! Yeah! <laughs> so cute! <laughs> Which makes so but much then, sense when you know the relationship between their two masters. It's great. It really does. And we'll get to that shortly. It, 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 so excited. Then you beat that entire first map, that first run through, and everything's fine after you help Chosen learn how to set traps. And then he complains after you set so many traps. He's like, whose idea was this? It was yours. (laughs) (laughs) Just go in a square. Just keep going in a square. (laughs) Yep. Until the stupid boss. Thank you, Twitter. I hate this However, I will say that the boss... If you can corner him in your trap section, he doesn't move. Like, oh. his moves, his move count goes down to zero. Because he just goes, <laughs> Yeah, it is possible to completely trap him. Mm-hmm. Looks like he gets electrocuted. <laughs> yeah. Freezes. <laughs> but then, after that first run through, you finally bring home he's in. And he's in's like, now I gotta run back to HR to headquarters first. No. I have to go back to headquarters first. Um, Sensei, are you coming with me? And he's like, nah, I'm gonna stay here for a bit. He's like, um, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. We gotta go back. He's like, no, I'm gonna be here. Y'all go have fun. I'll see you later. <sighs> <sighs> you have to run but the that's event. Because once you get back to the Citadel, you get a second phone call, because we didn't mention the phone call. Oh yeah, I forgot about the cool phone call. That was- awesome intro! Ugh! (laughs) That was surprising. I log in, all of a sudden I'm like, what is this? Like, what's happening? What's happening? You get a cryptic video message from a masked and shadowed figure. We don't know what season yet. We don't know who this is. And I are they like asking for help? I don't know because I haven't They're basically it. summoning you, just like Chogi did, but at least yeah. they had the decency to call ahead. Yeah. And not just infiltrate your citadel. 
I just feel like a restaurant where you're like, you kind of need to call ahead to make reservation. They're like, yes, we need to order one unit, please. Only five seats allowed, though. Sorry. Approved. <laughs> uh, Compared to Chogi, who's just that person that just bangs on, like, one of those people that comes door to door and bangs on your door and is like, I need help. He doesn't even bang on the door. He <laughs> just walks on in. Okay, fair. Like, hello. Yes, come with me. <laughs> but you get yes, one from Hazen the first time. And then Chosen comes the second time. And Chosen, Chosen comes the second What does he say? Is that when you're telling him? No, that's when you leave. He's like, no, I'm going to stay here. And you're like, wait, what? Yeah, and so the third, the, when he calls you after you get home, he's like, so there's still some traces down here. Something's going haywire. So if you could come help me again. But this time, you're allowed to take a full six-membered unit. Josen doesn't help you. <laughs> no. He just stands on the sidelines and observes. And it's just like... Like the first time you ran through the event. What? What? Buddy? Why? <laughs> okay. I, I appreciated the extra assist, but... Eh. I also wasn't sure how the levels were going to be, so I went ahead and sent out my my higher powered bab. So I have no idea how the how it would have gone for some lower ones that needed leveling. Rip. But I do know that once you clear that next round, and then you get to the castle again, things start to go a little higher level. Mm-hmm. Pretty fast. Yeah, everything jumps. Like when you go back a third time onward, it jumps up. And it's... Yeah, like my third run through of the castle town went just completely mm-hmm. fine. Into the castle? <laughs> nope. I don't notice it because my entire team is filled with Kiwame right now. <laughs> So they just yeah. tank everything. They're, they're about to be if I do end up sending them back out again to it. No. You can always, mm. like, when you hit that blue node right before going into the castle itself, you can just back your team out, change it up, and go in with the powerhouses, which that's why the node's there for, probably. <laughs> Completely valid. Like, oh, you can just keep running around the Castletown area. No problem. Chasing after the boss, like, little boss guy over here. Beat that and make your way to the Kochi Castle and be like, all right. Sorry, little ones. You have to stay here. Big guns coming in. (laughs) Because, uh. Yep. Ooh. That. I was surprised by, uh. So the. We get a new enemy unit. On the final, final <laughs> boss node? Sarah's uh, over here. <laughs> I love you. I warned you, and I made suggestions, and you're the one who's dying now. I love you. I'm dying for so many reasons, and someday, someday. So I may or may uh, not have, because Jesse hadn't ran uh, the, for the third time yet until last night. And just finished running out. I was warning, yeah. I was trying to warn her that it's gonna be hard. 
So she was like, oh, I'll be fine. And then Toshi was not happy. And I was like, yep. Oh, when you get to the castle boss, let me know what you think of the weird, like, captain of the unit. He's kind of humanoid, isn't he? And so she's been dying ever since because I may or may not have made a suggestion on who it could be. And she's not happy with me. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, who is your suggestion? Do tell. I had suggested, like, we're in Tosa, so it could have been Sakamoto. So I was like, eh. That's a possibility. Jesse proved it. It wasn't, but eh. As I say, this, the names could honestly be saying, hi, I am Fish Pigeon. So I wouldn't know the difference. If it was Neoma, he would probably be like a weird, vengeful sword man spirit in Kyoto and not Tosa. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Tosa. But that is a valid suggestion. Uh, yeah. The second option that she threw out. Please explain your theory. Do I gotta? <laughs> you gotta. You you prepped yourself for this. I know Uh-oh. you did. Oh lord. Um Okay, so my theory is that the HRA are actually, for instance, the spirits of the blaze that you break. And that's why they're so vengeful, is that like you broke them or they're ones that were lost in history, so that's why they're always like a little more vicious than they should be, so it's like some necromancy going on over here. So that's been my long-term theory with the HRA, is that that's why they're so hissy. And it's a common one I'm noticing, because a lot of people <laughs> make comparisons and pick out, oh, like, this blade is standing the exact same way as this certain enemy here. Like, Kane-san is a common one. The Wakazashi are often one. And there's even a couple that do the Otachi. So, yeah, that was me. <laughs> I was playing. And Jesse does not approve. That or it's like the sword the like the swords that were forgotten and don't have history or have any relevance whatsoever. Which mm-hmm. would work a little bit more with like how Tomoe just feels some like empathy and sympathy towards the enemy in the musical. With the fact that he's like, I don't really have my own story. I'm just a conglomeration of a bunch of others. Mm-hmm. Happy I'm not them. And it's like, because you could be them. Because. Mm-hmm. And if you think about like in, SAR, in SRS, when it, in like Shinken Rambu side, Lord, all the brigade. Like if you think about in like Shinken Rambu 2018, yes, 2018, when it's just him and like the HRA agents from. Ow, what did I just kick? Um. <laughs> But yes, when it's just him and the agents dancing, it's so in sync and everything that you can honestly think, wow, this is what he could have been. And it wouldn't have been weird. (laughs) Jesse is not happy. Uh, There's there's so many things and I'm trying so hard. Yeah, just... Yeah, so there's there's that because this stupid humanoid that's actually... According to my translation app, the title of the enemy, like his name in the game, is Uchigatana, Imperial Loyalist Samurai of the Bakumatsu Era. So, technically, we are fighting a human. Like, they, 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 they took over a human. Dun, dun, dun! What is this, Modazushi over here? We're just vengeful. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, <laughs> please. Now? Like, <laughs> yikes. Yeah. Just all the all the HRA feels that are unexpected and not needed. Thanks, stupid <laughs> Musubi and Hiden and now in game mess that that is. That is the humanoid castle boss of suffering, indeed. <laughs> you laugh. I don't have to deal with him like you guys do, because I got, hold on, who, Mitsu, Fudo, Sada, I'm pretty certain, yeah. Mutsu, Nagasone, Sada, Kane-san, Fudo, and Urashima on my team. And they're all Kiwami. <laughs> So I, I don't mean, have the battle to isn't that. bad. It's just that my heart's been thrown in the oh. blender. That's all. <laughs> I just don't think about it when I go against him. I've only gone against him about three times. So, and I'm on fourth fourth time of chase the boss around. Let me love you, please. Come here, <laughs> pretty boss. <laughs> also, I don't know if it's just me because I've only run it. I'm on my fourth run right now. But I found that running into the boss, um, doing the boss chasing the first two times were a lot easier, and he's a lot more skittish now. <laughs> yes. Oh, I honest to God, I don't know if it's just like the way I'd set up my trap and it goofed, but I could swear that he managed to erase one of my red dots. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, because like, he... like. You know how you have to kind of get a straight... Like, once you're out, like, you go into the map and you have that red no because you do your bottle. And, like, I had just did a straight line up for initially. He jumped over that and, like, he had no issues. And now it's purple again? <laughs> and I'm like, what? Please don't. Well, if he hits your traps, he turns them back into battle nodes. Yeah. So, maybe you missed it? <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I just think he's a little drunk and he's a little angry and he's going to be in timeout corner soon enough. That's all I know. <laughs> I love when he goes to either left or right. Usually he goes to the left side first pretty dang quickly. He zips over there and he's just over in that area where there's some diagonals and he's just doing a square. And I'm like, <laughs> the boss <laughs> note is doing a cotton eye joke. <laughs> <laughs> <Jesse>. <laughs> He's just doing like jazz squares over here. Just you do 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 like where it's double bikini when you need. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, I'm like, buddy, I'm on the other side of the map, and you're having like conniption fit over here. Going, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> do you want to avoid me that badly? <laughs> where did you come from? Where did you go? Please leave me alone. Well, it works, because he just keeps sipping around the map. <laughs> like, no! I hate when I'm like, I got him trapped, and he's like, nope, I'm gonna go in the complete opposite way that you anticipated, and I'm gonna have you actually chase after me now, because you set most of the traps across the map, and I'm ignoring them. It's also super frustrating, because there's that one route that goes behind the castle. Yep. So... I usually go straight across until you hit pretty much where like the almost like the node right below the little curved one and I go up and I make keep making I make a square. 
So I at least make a square to kind of trap him so if he just crosses over. Because uh, I saw that on Twitter, so I was like, just make this square and just either keep going in the square and keep making the things and he'll eventually cross into it or trap him over in a corner. Yeah, I made... Like, I blocked off nearly the entire right side. I just did this fun... We're gonna make a nice line, guys. Like we used to do at the movie theater that just kind of like crisscrossed or like autograph signing lines and then made sure to head straight over to that one node that would go around so I could try and capture him because as soon as you try and go to the left I find that he goes and tries to jump behind the castle it's like okay I have it blocked over there now, so let's get you over there first, and then I'll come follow. <laughs> I'll get you nice and cornered. But I, I used to complain about the fact of Jurak Day being all like, yeah, you're not going to roll much. But at least it was a straight line after you beat it the first time or the second time. You just yeah. kind of went in one direction and got there. This one's like, I'm wasting movements. Come here. <laughs> Uh, and someone on the Token Rambu wiki, ser- like Discord server, tried to argue with me that Judakte was worse than this. And I was like, nope, nope, nope. I don't like chasing this guy. It's too much of a pain. I've or, had like, better luck with the dice this time than I did with Judak. I'm so happy for you. Truly, I am. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> my lovely set of one and two says, hi, I- I'm enjoying my life. Yes. Threes like me a lot. So I'm not horribly complaining about just getting threes. Better than nothing. (laughs) Looking at the dice. It doesn't work! I'm sorry! And even if it's a six-sided die, it would be a normal (laughs) thing. Looks like a freaking... What is it? I think it's ten? Twelve? I don't remember. I don't use twelve. It looks like a... No, it's not a ten-sided die, because that would be weirdly triangular and loopy. That looks like a 12-sided die. But are there 12? No. It reaches a max of 7, and it makes no logical sense. Actually, does it only reach a max of 6? So a 12-sided die would make sense. True. But then there's that random 7. The 7 die, that's only seven so like it doesn't have to be a seven-sided die it's just so the only number that you're gonna that roll a, is a seven it makes sense that it's a 12-sided die and each number is on there twice but this is rng and doesn't really matter so <laughs> roll it doesn't it. really matter but for 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 sake of sanity we'll say it's a 12-sided die with each number on it twice but you're totally not gonna get six a lot. You're just going to keep getting numbers one through three all the time. Right. But, uh, Jesse, what's this little note that I see about uh, the roll, the things roll over? Because I haven't seen that. Oh. <laughs> Does oh, it actually? So... Because I, yeah. I landed <laughs> with full marks, I think, except one. Like, I think the first the second and third time, I think I had an additional one, and I thought that was just the, the game. The, I went back in. I thought it was the game being nice to me and letting me at least do one node, but 
maybe it did roll over because I didn't see a number one. It just gave me a zero. It was not actually me that noticed it. Sarah, would you like to explain? <gasps> they listened. Wee! Yes, actually, they did listen. And I Because I hit it where, for once I had, like, four when I was hit, heading into the castle. So I had, like, two or th- two, I think, moves or something. I don't know. For all I know, all these rolls have blurred together. But I had enough rolls. I think I had, like, two or three left over. And I was like, I don't want to have to roll my dice right here when I need one more move just to hit the final. But I had to. Because you're not just going to sit there with no reason. So, you know, sad depression, mopey noodle, went in to click in the next time and saw all of the moves were still there. So I was like, huh. And every single time it does roll over. So I was very confused and I'm very happy now. It's been tried and tested three times. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so we have the happy moment of they did listen to us in our screams of agony and, roll- <laughs> and are rolling. They see us rolling. They aren't hating. Yes. <laughs> Yes, they love us this time a little bit. I think it's to make up for the boss, maybe. The runaway boss. Probably. I think that's it for that event, because we are still smack dab in the middle of it, and it sounds like all of us have gotten the two new swords and are just currently running the event for EXP, and I'm not hitting that final boss, hitting the boss node 20 times. Because I couldn't do it for Jurakte, and I'm not going to do it here. But I'm going to try and hit that thing as many times as I can. Because you get resources and stuff. But I'm not going to struggle with it. and Just let it do its thing. Is there anything else when it comes to the event, or anything else that you've done besides Kiwaming Mitsunokami? Thank you. You kind of need him to be Kiwame, I think, for this event. I don't even know if you can get um, those little recollections without Kiwi Mutsu. You can. Okay, you can. Yeah. There's probably a couple that are just Kiwi Mutsu. Like there was for um, Yamamagiri, there were a couple that you had to have the Kiwi version to get it. But... And it's just able to be, on be safe with him because squishies are squishy. And since you have... <laughs> I think a lot of us who try to use the event to level up He's oh, yeah. And uh, Chosen. Oh, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> Are you shoving Competto down their throats again? Uh, I did for Heezen because I had a handful. <laughs> um, he didn't he hit Toku, so I had to run him on normal maps slowly but surely. I want to be able to run the map and stuff without issue, and I don't want to have to, like, for babysit the both of them, so I'm just running them on normal maps and wasting resources to repair them and give them <laughs> troops. But um, <clears throat> the next event, I will probably run with them because they will be high enough level. Hey, Sarah, how much competo do you have? <laughs> this is mean. <laughs> Why you gotta call me out like this? What do you you mean? asked about it, and it just hit me. I would have thought you'd at least <laughs> given some to Chosen by now. Please, I please will... enlighten us. I, I did give him some. That's the reason why I used him that next battle. And I gave some to Heezen, but I still have 123. Dang. <laughs> it's so annoying trying to hit. Like, it takes so long for it to, like, say, plus 500. Da, 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 loading, essentially. Plus 500. Eh. I wish it would be nice if you could just actually, like, tap it so it would 
give you the exp but that that that's a um that'll that might be in an update at some point to be like ooh yeah. that if people have a lot of competo that's a problem yeah cuz i was sitting there for cuz initially i had 159 which is why Jesse called me out so bad on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but after sitting there for 30 times, <laughs> I, I, I got frustrated. Yeah, I think... Who was the first person that I actually shoved Competo down their throats? I, was it... It was Chogi. I think it was Chogi. Or was it Chio? <laughs> it was Chio Pio. <laughs> Probably. I don't, rem- I don't remember either way. Um, but... I only got them to Toku, and I said, all right, that's it. Because <laughs> I wanted to save the Compeito, so I used the minuscule amount that I had <laughs> to try and get him up to Toku, but he's he's not up there. So I had a lot even after I gave it to everyone, but I've since then kind of used up my resources <laughs> on yeah. Compeito. But I'm trying to get them back up, and I'm not shoving it down their th- anymore. I'm, they're, at, they're both at Toku. So I don't really care. I had to go the I had to go the long way for Chosen though. Uh he's then got a nice little at least halfway there boost, but he needed it because he's a walkie. Yeah, they're they're all good boys, but they're all squishy as all get out. Especially Chosen. Chosen doesn't hit anything. Like Heezen doesn't crit and he does more damage. Granted he's a little <laughs> higher level, but I'm like Heezen was doing more at the level you are chosen. And you're just like, I hit this thing. That's five <laughs> HP. And you're like, what? <laughs> when he's gonna been like, death, like immediate death. He's not even critting. He's just deathing. And I'm like, thank you. I can rely on my wakizashis to give me results. <laughs> See, Chosen is behaving. Until he gets hit, because he's one of those that loves to get one shot from me. Ooh. It's because I don't have enough swords to feed him to max his stats yet. So I'm trying, but all mm. I have are Tonto. So only those two are <laughs> Me too! Yeah, so I, I just maxed Heezen's, uh leadership ability. Their, their, their impact is not maxed, if anything at all, so... Yeah. But their impulse and mobility are are maxed out, but (laughs) Woohoo! Yay! They they can crit better and they can I think it's crit is impulse. I don't remember. No, impulse is whatever, they can they're they're faster now. Yay! (laughs) Totally don't have horses. Nope. Totally not. Nothing no, no problems here. I nearly tossed my... Because, like, good drops are happening when you attack the boss. But I looked at the Suru, and I was like, I only need this Suru to get Surprise Crane up to the next level of the thingy. So, yeah. he he, Suru got the Suru. Which kind of regret right now, because that stat could have helped a little, so... You know, not sitting in the middle of repairs again, Chosen. Love you, baby, but please stop. This is the third time. And he won't awaken yet, so this is fun. Oof. Chosen's not... has been maxed on everything but... Hmm, what's that one? 
The blue one. That's impulse. Impulse. So everything but impulse is. What? How? Um, I like Just this go. myth for bigger swords. Oh. Uh... And I've been running <sighs> some of the other further map, further along map, so I get other drops too. I just get nothing but tontos. Yeah. I did bring home a, a, a surprise Koga the other day and got him to... The next of number. course. <laughs> They're good boys. I, I had a stockpile of swords that needed to be dealt with, so I, I gave them to Hezen. I have several boys who still need leadership, but usually it's impulse or leadership that need to be... You just need some Tontos and uh, Wakazashis. That'll help you. <laughs> yeah. Get all those Wakis. Speaking of trying to level swords up and the fact that last month we were like, we don't have what the heck we're going to do next month and watch it come out right after the podcast. And it kind of did. <laughs> that uh, night. <laughs> that night i was like are you kidding me ah! but our next event after this ends may 15th 13th 12th i don't know it's it's an odd number in the teens that doesn't go past the 15th of may uh because this event runs about three weeks <sighs> this one in regiment are the longest events we've got but we will be having the most most recurring event in the game. Underground Treasure Chest. Again! <laughs> Which we had in, like, March. Why? Yep. I don't care. It's Koban, and it's nice experience. So I will be leveling up the two new swords that I got in there. Um, I already have a team planned out. I was so bored at work. I was put on this team. Well, Hakata has to be on there because he needs to go bananas and start sticking that Koban into the stock market. <laughs> and uh, I need a big sword to possibly babysit. So Hotaru Maru or Taro Tachi or Ishikirimaru will be babysitting for the beginning levels. And then later on, I'm going to be like, okay, we need... I'm that surprised you weren't going to put Nene Kirimaru on there. Nene is already level 99. Oh, rip. Never so mind. Oh, Lord. Yeah. No, Nene leveled up to level 99. <laughs> Villager Treasures or VOT? I got him to 99. The only swords I don't have to 99 are Hizen and Chosen now. So. Because I was trying. Yeah, it was Buzen, Togi, and Nene. I was trying to get to level 99 as of last month or so. And I think we had a village of treasures. Yes, we did. They leveled oh, up yeah. during that. They leveled up during the village of treasures event. And I'm kind of happy they did because Nene would not have been viable during Edo. Tear. Those big hitters don't do anything except one. But yeah, they're, they're already level 99. So I that's why I'm only running teams of Waki, like of Kiwis. Because... The only swords that need levels are all of my Kiwame. But during that event, uh, we will be having a campaign 
secret campaigns and an underrated campaign is the Internal Affair plus one campaign. So if you send your swords out for Internal Affairs, they will come back with a plus one in any stat. And it better not be my... Ugh. My scouting up for some of them. But yeah, no. Swords need to get increased HP. This isn't going to affect those who play on mobile, but the game is apparently transitioning from Flash to HTML5 for the PC version. So they're going to get some updated graphics and movement style, so there might be some um, iOS changes on that. So get ready for that update. I don't know when that's going to be, but it's going to happen. So nice and nifty thing there. I don't know how much it's really going to actually change. But. Well, considering my computer has a fit every time it tries to load it, because it's like, you need permission, Flash needs permission to run oh, this. God. Yeah, or Flash like Flash has stopped working, so I'm, I'm excited to see how it will change. Hopefully it'll be a much smoother loading. I, I'm not a big computer buff, but it sounds like it's a better thing for them to switch to HTML5. So that is it for the game itself. We have no news, uh, no new news on merchandise. It's a bunch of all I know is a handful of the scale figures got re-released again. So you can find those stores if you missed out on some of them. So we are going to move on to our behind the blade section. So in honor of our two new Tosa boys, I'm going to kind of go over some history that I found about both of them, and Jesse will then add a little bit extra when it comes to the relationship with our wonderful Mutsuno Kami and Sakamoto Ryoma. Starting out, Chozen uh, is Uchigotana that was used by Takechi Hanpeta. Takechi was a samurai of the Tosa clan during the Bakamatsu period. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm just going to give you a little background about Bakamatsu period. Bakamatsu period is the time where the Shinsengumi ran rampant in Kyoto. We're going to just set it there, because this is taking place mostly in Tosa and a little bit in Kyoto itself. So we're having some anti-shogun uh, influences and pro-imperialist um, sentiment running rampant throughout Japan. So Japan was split between trying to reinstate the emperor as um, the supreme leader of Japan and those who felt um, that the shogun should stay in place, even though, but the shogun was falling out of mad favor a good three people ago. So, which isn't very good for the state of Japan. So, they wanted a stronger leader. Because of this and the effects of uh, Perry, Japan was currently in a period of closure to the outside world where really trade could only come into one or two ports in the country itself, which as an island nation, that's very hard. Mm -hmm. But they weren't allowing anyone to come in or anyone to go out until Matthew Perry landed with his black ships. That's Open when this is all taking place. Open. Stop having it be closed. Close. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you who watched that dinky little video, that's what they're talking about is when a full closure yeah. of anything. Except one port. One Except little one port. And so this is the period oh that this is happening in, is when they're trying to open the country and you've got this internal conflict with those that don't want it to happen and they want to stay mm -hmm. 
as themselves and they fear what yep. the outside change could bring. And then those who are like, no, they have so much to offer. Look at what they could teach us. Mm-hmm. And is- many of those who supported Western ideals were those who um, believed in the Shogun, while many of the imperialists um, were anti-Westerners completely, which is a little ironic for Sakamoto. But yes. we'll get to that in a bit. Sakamoto just makes no sense, but makes sense. But I love him. Um, that is a whole other topic. We'll get into maybe a little bit of it. This is very political. These guys are involved in a lot of political stuff. Uh, so is Sashin Sengumi. But Hanbeta, he was part of the Tosa Imperialist Party. He was actually the one who formed it. Uh, and was loyal to this movement that's slogan in translated from Japanese is revere the emperor and expel the barbarians. A little harsh. So the group actually assassinated the head of the Tosa domain, and which led to their movement becoming the most prevalent philosophy in Tosa. And which is kind of why you kind of see Chosen being kind of by Heizen, referred to as sensei, and he has a bit more of like a philosophical look about him. He's got the glasses, and he's just being the little nerd, studying everything that's going on, and he's doing more of the damage. Um, Takechi was actually a very central figure of this movement in Kyoto and Edo, um, as we see as they butt heads a lot with the Shinsengumi, and was eventually imprisoned after they succeeded in the coup of the shogun and it reinstated the emperor. He was actually imprisoned by the former head of the Tosa for assassinating his predecessor and was forced to commit seppuku later. Kizen's owner, Okada Izo, was a more hands-on person. Uh, he was also involved in the imperialist party and was feared as one of the four most notable assassins of the Bakuman period, and was actually the man who assassinated uh, Yoshida Toya. That's where he's in, kind of, has his relationship with Chosen, because master-servant kind of relationships, as we see with Iwatoshi and Imanosu, kind of, but not really. It's more of like, oh, I look up to you, you're a leader. Explain a little bit more on that, Jesse, if you know things yeah okay so my side of things ties the two of them to our lovely sakamoto ryoma our eccentric (laughs) gun loving puppy the person tosa for those of you who don't know maybe is in modern day kochi prefecture area in japan which I mean, Kochi Castle is in the game in the event that we're running. And that castle is one of the 12 castles in Japan that have not been had, that have not been destroyed or had to be rebuilt. They've, they are as they have been for since, I believe. I've been told that like four times in the past two months. But Kochi is where these boys are from and where this whole thing is taking place. So when Sakamoto Ryoma was growing up, he was in the this in the samurai family. And he didn't want originally to 
take part in studying and in swords play and everything. He just wanted to play. But he ended up going along with it and being dragged into it. And he made friends. One of those friends was our lovely Takechi Hampeta, who took him in, kind of, and like, they trained together. Then one day, the two were walking along, and they were talking, and they saw... They, they had fun nicknames for you. I can't remember the so... Ask me about that on the Discord sometime. They saw this one kid who was just practicing on the side of the river, and he got stopped by these two higher-ups, the samurai clan. Because he was just a nobody, and they were like, who are you to be swinging a sword around? That's not your place. We are the ones that go and fight while you stay and deal with the farms and everything, and you can, you need to sit down. You don't ever pick up a sword again. Ryoma and Hampeto were like, um, but let's, let's, distress, let's just distract this whole situation and keep this kid from getting beat up, because he's not about to back down. And we can't really go against what they're saying because we're we're in a sticky situation with our family spots, like the local hierarchy. But so they, they, they divert the whole situation and the other two go on. And Ryoma and Hampeta look at the kid and Hampeta's like, who are you? One. He's like, so that was that kid was Okada Izo, who is Hizen's former master, right? And Hampeta's is like, okay, so tomorrow you're not gonna come practice here. You're gonna come to my place. Just come on over to my place because we can't have you practicing where you'll get stopped because you're obviously passionate about what you're doing. And he just takes him in under his wing and. Okada becomes Chosen's confidant and right-hand man and is one of the main reasons why he's in his like, oh, sensei! Yes! Okay! Because they just got really close after that. Meanwhile, Roma is off traveling around Japan, trying to learn different things, trying to... He gets corrected on several things because... He was taught by one of his family members. He was shown a world map and was taught that, like, Australia was Shikoku, where Kochi was. Oh my gosh. Tosa was. And he's like, yeah, that's us. And this up here, this Russia bit, that's Honshu. It's like, no, <laughs> nobody. So he got. He got help in that aspect too, um, well, but Tosa is a bit backwater. <laughs> it is just a it's, little bit. It but, still you know, kind of is fun. too. It yeah, it still is. It but you know, it's it's a lovable place, and they're great people. And just to see those connections come about in the game, and you see that in their interactions, and how he's and just like whatever you say, Sensei. I don't really get it, but you know, okay. That's about all I've got on that end. It's just cute. Just, yeah. Obviously, it doesn't quite stay that way. I think there's a bit of a clashing of mm. ideas later down the road. Especially between Ryoma and 
on Beta, they definitely clash heads because he, I think if I recall, even though Sak- it's Sakamoto Ryoma, I think, believes that the Emperor should be reinstated, but he believes that Westerners should, like, we should learn from the Westerners, and that goes against everything that Hanpeta preaches, and I think is one of the reasons that ultimately got Sakamoto killed, because I think they were actually one of the causes of death. <laughs> I believe it. Rip. So, uh, um, yeah, poor guy was betrayed by his own clan, by his own friends and his own people. Because all I know about Sakamoto Ryoma is from freaking Hakuoki. But it gives you a great insight into who he is as a character. He is fictionalized, and it's romanticized as well, but he has a big struggle when it comes to everything that's going on. Because um, he, lo- he loves his guns, he loves his boat, as we see with Mutsu, and he loves learning, and he loves what Westerners bring to Japan, but he understands the fear and the issues of Westerners coming in and taking control of Japan. He does not agree with that, because he knows what happened to China. (laughs) Which is a whole other story and a whole other history. But let's just say... England was not kind of China. Um, so, Sakamoto was re- weary, but he felt they should open up. And I think that's what caused him to clash massive heads with those of the Tosa imperialistic, um, imperialism party later on in his life. And I think they're the ones that killed him. Or at least put a hit out on his assassination. Though they had four wonderful assassins that they could use, and I wouldn't be surprised if it was one of them. I can't remember. I know, historically, we're still not completely clear as to who killed him, but during the time it was blamed on the Shinsengu. But it wasn't. It's Kondo's death, so everything just intertwined. Thank you, Bakamatsu period. Our wonderful tangy history lesson about the Bakamatsu period. (laughs) I'm gonna hand everything off to our two uh, stage-crazy, flap-happy people over here. And we're going to go over uh, some of the awesome news that came out about the live-action stuff. And I'm actually really, really, really pumped because new thing, not a rerun, <laughs> new story. I'm, I'm happy. Uh, also, more speed. All right. We'll get to you. We'll get there, but yes, speed. we'll get there. That's that's our exciting news. First, um, <laughs> we'll go ahead and I want to talk about a little thing, a couple things from the, the Twitter feeds that I've come across. So, some news for the actors: Aramaki Yoshihiko, who is our lovely Yamambagiri Kunihiro from the stage and movie world, he has left main acting agency, but he is by no means leaving the acting world. He's just now freelance instead of full company. He has a manager still, which hopefully finding more freedom in this. Also, Horigoe Yuki, who is our lovely Yamato no Kami Asusada, has done this thing. He caused a little bit of panic with one of with, with Mokun 
who is Sengo because he's like, oh, well, it was nice acting with you. And he's like, no, no, I'm still acting. I'm still acting. We'll be on the same stage again someday, I'm certain. And then another fun moment because we have boys who are experiencing some sort of downtime. At least they travel some, if you can consider that downtime. This really fun episode-like thing. Sarah, would you like to help share that? Gee, which one? (laughs) The one that started with him overseas with Imari and ended with him in Hawaii. Uh, All right. Oh, Lord. Well, (laughs) this boy decided it's finally time to do a little vacation. And of course, him and Imari are like attached at the hip now. Not sure when that started, but it is. And they are. And it's terrifying. Wait, Imari is Nagasone. Oh, wow. That's. Well. Yep. And they started out hating each other, which says something. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> really? I didn't know this. They, they had a hard time getting along at first, which they talked about in the, the Tomi radio. I think I talked about that at one point in one of those first episodes. Because Haruchan is Tomoe. He and Nagasone. I don't know. Their actors had a bit of a time trying to figure out how to get along, and now they get along a little too. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good summary for their relationship because they have no qualms about sharing anything and everything, especially on their social media. We have seen everything from bedroom shots to, because they share rooms quite often, to pretty much any time they go out. They like to shop. They're scary. With love. But yes, uh, their downtime adventure, they went to Bali. Yep, you heard that. They went to play in Bali. They had many photos done. I think they're probably doing another uh, photo book thing again like they did last time when they went to New York, was it, maybe? Yeah, I think it was New York. Yeah, I think so. Um, Wait, when were they in New York? (laughs) Yeah, in New York sometime last year. They did a okay. joint photo shoot, photo book thing. One was uh, like okay. Haruki, Kiyama Haruki with Imari Yu. And then the other one was Imari Yu with Haruki or Kiyama Haruki. And just, it's the same book. It's the same book. Yeah. Same covers Bye. and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much a good reaction <laughs> is the why. <laughs> but they they they're having fun. Um, and when they decide, let me. Oh wait, I'll say that story for a minute. But yes, they definitely they had photos every single day, many many photos every single day. So they definitely enjoyed themselves. And then we thought, oh, they'll just come back and then go do something else with like the overworked busybodies that they are. <laughs> that totally just need to, like, chill for a while. But no. Haruchan decided, you know what? I'm going to go with my family to Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. And who did he find when he went to Hawaii? But Mokun, a.k.a. the actor of Singo Muramasa. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and not only did those two play while they were there, so this entire time, Haruchan's playing with his parents, taking lots of cute photos. He looks scarily a lot like his mother, which is saying something. Um, they are He's fabulous. Pretty. 
they are all gorgeous and wow. Um, but yeah, so when he was with Mokun, they went shopping, and who did they call? But everyone's favorite Toigoe Yuki, aka Yasusara. I called it. <laughs> when it comes to Mokun, so who comes next? Toigoe. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so that's been fun. Then he was somewhere else, I'm sure. But those were the biggest ones of his vacation break. Yes. I'm sure there's others because I know Jesse just the other day mentioned that when he finally got back, he also went to go see about go practice ballet. So this child is yeah. back at work happily with practice, especially since he'll be acting in the upcoming thing with the actor of. Uh, <laughs> Chichi, uh, Kogurasumaru. So that's terrifying, everyone, the photos. <laughs> These Indeed. boys don't stop. Never. It's time to stop. Like, they need to take an actual break. Like, I get it vacationing, but that's exhausting. <sighs> they don't know how. They really don't. And it's terrifying mm-hmm. for certain ones, like Jesse's over-exuberant son over there. Your two main ones are problematic with love. Maki, who's I need, I need Maki to like legit just take a good two or three days at the minimum to just sleep and just breathe. Not even like sleep. I don't. As long as he just takes it easy and doesn't do anything straining, that child's gonna hurt his leg again. He's gonna pass out. He's just gonna. No, I need him to be happy and healthy and okay. We need at least one of the stage boys who's not problematic. Please and thank you. <laughs> Pretty please. Is that is that Hiroki? <laughs> he might be the is that only one. That's Mika. <laughs> <laughs> He might be the only one that takes breaks between things. It's because he's been in it long enough to know he needs to. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> and he'll always have work because king slash prince of everything. Stage. Lord. But yes. So <sighs> yes, that's, that's our fun stories from Twitter. Now as far as news goes... We've got Kashi Kiyomitsu's Asian tour has finally wrapped up its overseas performance. Did that just of April. Um, he's got one final performance happening inside Japan before he's completely done. On the 15th of May, the two-disc solo album that Kashi gets goes on sale. That'll be really exciting to see. I'm going to wait till payday to get it. But I'm going to get it. Of course. His reasons. <laughs> if you expect me not to get it, you clearly haven't been listening. All of the works from the stage token Rambu world, from Honnoji to Hiden, everything in between, is now available on DMM's website for streaming. Please go check it if you haven't yet. I just can't stress that enough. Fantastic. Love it. And the quality has improved phenomenally, and it was so high already to begin. We also, on the DMM website, now have the Miho Tose rerun and 
Kashi Kimitsu's solo performance 28 are both now. So that's really cool too. The musical sides are more your thing. And as always, check out the Mihotos. Please, please, please. They're good boys. So much love for these boys, including our lovely Okikata, who I can never remember except for Pouty Cupcake. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> you know, you love me. His I name is Makishima. I couldn't remember yeah. his name early on, so he became Pouty Cupcake, and every and it works. It fits. He is a good boy who also is apparently not sleeping, but he's playing with yeah. Maki, so that's fine. And also with the actor of Mono Yoshi, so this is true. When swords become idols, and idols become swords, <laughs> you never really know what's going to happen. But now for our fun news, our very exciting. <laughs> announcement for our brand new Tome You Round 6. Speed. Which we still don't have a name for. <laughs> I don't care. Um, get Speed. You can get Speed again. Tombo Kitty is coming back along with Sengo Muramasa. So we do get Speed and Ota Motohiro Mokun are both reprising their roles. And a bunch of maybe Mabel they'll give me a better song. <laughs> Please, <laughs> please. Doesn't have him. I don't even know. Anyway. We haven't seen the rerun, and apparently they have a duet or something in it that apparently <gasps> knocked the socks off everyone. Oh, so, well. So we can't, we can't judge too too much yet. Happy thoughts. They've probably grown. They've definitely grown. They're good boys. He, his his rhythm isn't as bad. And I found out watching Shinkan Rambu side 2018 that it's just because Spee is a big guy and he has a very awkward gait that he has no rhythm because <laughs> he's half white. <laughs> That's the part that stunts the ability to dance. <laughs> Underneath, yeah. he is a white dude. <laughs> He is twice the size of some of the kids. And he is. <laughs> I'm going to keep my mouth shut on speed. What? <laughs> you so growing to like him. <laughs> I am. No. I'm learning to keep my mouth shut. Uh, as we talked about the beginning you. of the episode, <laughs> beginning of the episode, we have Akashi Kuniyuki. Um, he is played by Nakata Hiroki. We also have Tsurumaru Kuninaga, who is played by Okamiya Kurumu. I really hope I got that name. I apologize if that given name is wrong, but Okamiya will be a wonderful Tsuruai. Our Tsuru number three, who he will do great. He'll bring something to it. I'm excited. Yes. We also have Otegine. So. Tombo gets a spear buddy. Otagine is played by Tanaka Ryosei. And the one I'm personally looking forward to the most, Kodagiri Go, will be played by Tamura Shogo. Idol Waki becomes an idol at last, and I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, uh, and we also have received the announcement that it will have... Tokugawa Ieyasu, so it will be a follow-up from 
Mihotos is the general belief. Something like what they did with Musubi. And the humans are super excited. It is very scary. Because I think, didn't they say that nobody else was going to be there as well? Possibly. They didn't. The names were announced, but not as the historical figures. It was just the actor names, and I I still don't know. I think think Nobuyasu, uh, the Iyasu son, I think he confirmed it, but I'm not. Don't quote me all, but I'm pretty sure him, I think it was the daddy Iyasu dude, was, he was overjoyed. He said, like, we, and then there's a photo of him and Nobuyasu or something coming up. I'm feeling like he said he was coming back. Jesse, you did get... Oka, Mia, Kurumu, correct. You are correct. Yes. There is only one thing you did incorrectly, and it was just one small thing. What did I Nakata, do? Hiroki, not Nakata. You know da. what? I have seen conflicting readings on that name, so you know what? <laughs> I, I, I looked him up, and it has... Stupid. It's kanji. kanji, and it's readings, and it's Nakada, Nakata, but it, it's... Tanda, just, him. It's just him, but... It, yeah. Yeah. Cause some some names have it not ta. Some names uh na. it's <clears throat> Yeah. Read it fast <laughs> enough and it and it Yeah, will... cause looking up a lot of like it won't they're fan wikis, but he's been in a bunch of other things like the Danganronpa stage, yep. the Tsukiuta. I don't I know it's Ah, Tsukiuta. Yeah, he's he's in that as yeah. well, and it's the the not ta, but whatever. <laughs> Kanji can be read many ways a lot of the times, especially for names. That being said, she did get you did get our cinematic. Very excited, Brad, because I wanted to call him Raimu at first, which I think is a cool name, but you. Know, Yes, so we got the news for that. The performances will happen, I want to say, August, September, or October, in five different locations, which is new for these boys, especially given that we have two new places that our stage boys have visited, but not our musical boys. So they will be visiting. They'll have their standard performances in Tokyo and in Osaka. They'll also be going to Hyogo Prefecture in Kobe. And they'll be going to Fukuoka as well. Yay! Really cool. Woo! Kyushu finally gets this, the musical boys. And then back up to Tokyo for those final performances. And the for those who are trying to go standard tickets go on sale June 23rd at 10 a.m. Japanese standard. There are pre-sale things like pre-sale lotteries that happen, especially if you're in fan clubs and whatnot. So if you're in those, keep your eyes out. If you're in those, you probably have already gotten email alerts about when that goes on sale. Uh, Yeah, so very exciting news on that end. I know our stage boys are gearing up. Some of them have gone to see the the big poster that's up in Ikebukuro in the station there. <laughs> and they take pictures pointing to their characters. They're like, Look at friendships that terrify you to see. Do we have a title for that musical yet? Not musical, Not stage yet. play yet? And when no. does it start? 
It starts in June. That's what I thought. <laughs> and they have promotional stuff everywhere. It starts in June, and they're like, we haven't even announced the title for the next stage play. Because Lol. ad increase ticket sales, which are probably going to be starting very soon. And it's token, and those things sell out really, really quickly. And everyone's still emotionally scarred, so everyone's very <laughs> curious. Yep. Yeah. You're not gonna touch that at the moment. Why um, not? My heart, you know you, you love know me. very well why not. We're not gonna touch that at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> already through enough today as it is. So those are some awesome things to look Stop it. It's fine. Eventually, the listeners will hear my exact pain. <laughs> Eventually, but we've been very Eventually. busy dealing with we have stuff and with everything. And our our littles are still dealing with school, and they're currently in finals purgatory. So you'll hopefully have them back next month. <laughs> Oh, okay. On that note, I'm done. Alright, I broke Jesse. So I think that's <laughs> I our sign it. to start wrapping things up now. So thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. Uh, once again, you can find us on Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, our Podbean, which is our main source, and you can find us on YouTube. Uh, I've been uh, having some technical issues again. I'm not going to make excuses anymore. But sorry, YouTube users. I love you. But yeah. And if you want to keep up to date on just some about releases for the podcast or more fun polls that Jesse puts out or news about the stage or musical world or on updates for the game, you can follow us on our Twitter at Token Rambles Podcast. And if you want to chat with us more and be weird and wacky, you can join our Discord server. Just send us a message, um, add us, do whatever, and we'll send you a link to our Discord server. All right. I think Woo. that's about everything. Talk to you guys at the end of May, which is huge. Took me a little while. With that, guys, bye. Bye-bye. Bye. bye. bye.